Ho, 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 and welcome to Drunk District Presents The Dark Ride. Normally, we are a fun Disney Parks adult-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking, but today, and all December long, we are celebrating Podmas, which means special episodes that aren't only about all the great rides and attractions at the Disney Parks, but the magic of the holidays. So all month long, we're going to be talking about Disney shows, drinks, Disney holiday offerings, and much, much more. It's going to be oh so fucking merry. You're not even going to be able to handle it. As always, my name is Brian Santa's Cookies Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian Candles in the window, Hamilton. We are two die, uh, two people that love Disney parks and started this podcast because we know that cool people like this stuff too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting Disney files and maybe have a couple beverages while we're at it. And if this is up your alley, then this is the holiday show for you. Okay, all you candy cane pimps and ho-ho-hos, let's find out what merriment we're going to be drinking to this week. On the fourth week of Podmas, my true love sent to me four dancing monkeys, three different Mickeys, two half-working water screens, and a mouse's mental breakdown in a pear tree. Yes, that's right. This week we're going to be chasing the giant puppet dragon at Fantasmic. Okay, let's let's grab some festive facts and some Merry Mickey drinks, and we'll be right back. Fantasmic's appeal is pretty simple. You can go see a special effects show, but you don't always come away feeling anything from the special effects show. But because we have a storyline and we have characters that people care about, that's important. The challenge... <laughs> this dude is going through the biggest mental breakdown of his fucking life and we're just sitting here <laughs> just watching eating popcorn just watching just you know, doing watching. the wave beforehand <laughs> this it's like we're it's like we're walking through his fever dream <laughs> this imagination of mickey's is is like the benchwork of such psychological issues yeah. what did walt do to him when he was younger oh my god it's mickey's midnight crisis Turned into a nighttime spectacular. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to get way into how fucked up Mickey is and how there needs to be at least six therapists on Main Street to deal with these issues. But uh, this is a drinking show. For, so first we got to get some beverages so that we can get our drink on. Today we're going to be drinking some frozen hot chocolates. This one is courtesy of me. I made this up for a holiday party that I had last year in the long, long ago when we were allowed to have social interactions with people that live outside of our apartment. Adrian, do you remember the time of the gatherings? I absolutely remember the time of the gatherings, and I remember this specific gathering, and this is a delicious drink. This is a delicious drink. I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, my my idea for the holiday party was I want to take two uh, kind of classic winter drinks and and flip them on their on their heads. So I did a, uh, I did a, a cold hot chocolate and a... And a hot and a hot wine and a hot yeah. mold wine. You're so um, unique and and interesting. Yeah, they and they both came out good. They both came out pretty tasty. So uh, so pretty good. And uh, and now we can just uh, wait until the the long long ago becomes the the soon to be when we can hold hands and hug strangers again. I, I hope we never have to hold hands and hug strangers again. 
Oh, me and you have different opinions. That is for sure. I want to hold a stranger's hand so bad. Oh, I hope it's clammy too. Oh, two ounces of vanilla vodka. That's what you're going to need. Then you're going to throw on top of that another ounce of Godiva chocolate liqueur. It's a little bit expensive, but it's worth it because it tastes a whole lot better than that shit that they serve down at the uh, at the the cheap liquor store. Well, aren't you bougie? It's it's true. Sometimes you got to be bougie. It's only an ounce. You, it'll last you for a long time. Uh, mm. You're going to throw into that one hot chocolate packet and three ounces of milk. You're going to shake that up in a shaker, pour it over some rocks, add some mini mallows. This thing is like dangerously good. So many people got fucked up at my party because they were like, there's no booze in this. And you're like, it's all, it's, it's booze and milk. It's this not go well in your tum This is delicious. It, it, it came out, it came out very good. They were really delicious and, uh, and they're delicious tonight. Yum. Yum. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be when we have to start chugging it, but it's pretty good right uh, now. <laughs> you know what? Fantastic. Pretty good show. I don't think we're going to have to chug this sucker. We shall see. We about shall that, see, but I don't about I mean, that we I, shall see. I don't think that there's gonna be all that much like, you know, like, oh I'm going for twenty. This no. is not Triceratops spin. This is a beloved, <laughs> a beloved uh show. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all it all uh comes out in the end. But first, uh now that we have our beverages, what are you gonna be drinking them out of? Uh on this show we drink out of mugs, Disney mugs to be exact. Uh, this month, uh, for Podmas, uh, I think we're, we're probably drinking out of the same mugs that we've been drinking out of, right? All month long, I'm drinking out of my Merry and Bright mug because I am merry and bright. So merry, so bright. <laughs> uh, I'm also drinking out of the same mug that I've been going with, which is my Mickey mug with his little sweater and his little Santa hat, and he's adorable. And, uh, you know, he deserves to be drank out of. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, Happy cheers. holidays. Cheers to you. Mary Podmas to you and to all you at home. Mary Podmas. All right, so cover all the basics. Uh, what is this? This is Fantasmic. Uh, and don't you dare forget that exclamation point at the end of the word. You better put some respect on the name. It deserves that exclamation point. Fantasmic with a period at the end of it is aggressive. That Very aggressive to have a period at the end of it. It would be like so like I wouldn't text back. If someone wrote Fantasmic with a period at the end of it. Absolutely. Like. Absolutely. Um, this uh, this show is going to take place uh, nightly um, during the during the heavy season. It's even sometimes twice a night. And during yeah. the light season, maybe they skip a night or two. But uh, it's going to take place at the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater in Disney's MGM. I mean, uh, sorry, Hollywood Studios. Uh, <laughs> never going to get over that. It's been 10 years, but okay. Uh, you know, no, nope. well, I still call it the 59th Street Bridge. I won't change at the edge, Ed Koch Bridge. It's been like 20 years, so this happens universally, not just at Disney World. Disney, this park is always going to be the Metro Goldwyn Mayer Studios Park to me. That's yeah. what it, that's what it's going to be. That's know? it. Uh, the dedicated theater that this takes place in uh, has a, a 50 foot Rocky Mountain background and a tree line facade uh, to the stage set. It's a pretty impressive stage when you walk in. It's 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 big. Like the whole thing is pretty big, um, especially because it's set back from the park. So it's not like you're, you know, different than like Rivers of Light or or the Illuminations or Happily Ever After. Like this is a the the setting for this is not seen by you during the daytime as you're walking through. It's only for this one specific show at night. 
you don't go back there otherwise. So no. um, it's it's kind of interesting that this this really large area is like really only for this. Um, it's not. It's it doesn't like, have a double. It's use. like a rock concert attached to a theme park. Totally. Yeah. And I haven't done I haven't done enough research. Maybe this will be a, a future show where we go into like other ways that they use some of these spaces. Uh, but sure. but like, you know, I want to see a rock concert on the stage like that would be fucking badass yeah like who doesn't want to do a, see a rock concert with a moat around it yeah exactly exactly um the the show is um uh, uh was opened in hollywood studios in uh october 15th 1998 so that's 22 years old in florida uh the original version at disneyland had a soft opening press premiere scheduled to begin on Wednesday, uh, April 29th, 1992. That little clip that we played at the beginning of this was actually part of the original press release from 1992. Um, and, uh, and it was supposed to continue through the weekend, so that April 30th weekend. But by the late afternoon on the 29th, uh, the rioting had began in Los Angeles following the acquittal of the Los Angeles police officers involved in the Rodney King beating. And all the promotional materials uh, for the show had the catchphrase, be here when the night ignites. So they had to take those out of circulation. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't want to be associated with the riots that were happening about 10 miles away from Okay, there. that makes sense. <laughs> from Anaheim. Um, so... Uh, Nonetheless, uh, the show did open up in, uh, in, I believe, in 1993 in, um, in California, and uh, it's been going there since then. So it's, it's been, like, up and running for 28 years. So it's got legs. It's got legs. It's been there for a long – it's been there for a long time in, in relatively the same show. You know, like, they've uh, – uh, Disneyland, as we'll get into in a little bit, has updated it slightly um, with, with more modern technologies, but not really. And Florida really has not – uh, updated it like at all which makes me like really uh upset for the cast members that are in those fucking furry monkey costumes because that's gross 22 year old fucking gross ass <laughs> fucking monkey costumes with like 22 years worth of fucking dudes sweat in that shit that's oh, disgusting nasty. gross so gross yeah it's almost bad as bad as holding hands with strangers almost but not quite <laughs> um this is a nighttime spectacular that centers on the rapidly degrading mind of Mickey Mouse. Mickey has turned 92 this year, and this is showing some clear signs of dementia with his imagination combining all of the <laughs> Disney catalog into a fever dream centering on a voyage through Mickey's imagination that culminates in a battle against the Disney villains. Uh, this show features fireworks, characters, live actors, water effects, pyrotechnics, lasers, music, audio animatronics, searchlights, decorated boat pontoon floats uh mist screen projections um it's kind of this shit's got it all this shit has got it all i mean when it comes to accompaniments oh it it's got every single it's, one it's of got them. everything that you could ever possibly want um and uh it's it's about 30 minutes long when 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 it gets going and uh and that's broken into eight different sections um, so those sections kind of, it starts with the narrator telling us to beware of Mickey's waking nightmare. Um, and, and that, you know, you, you're about, you're in for a treat 
with imagination at the helm and uh and then it goes into a, a fantasia slash lion king slash black light jungle animals and monkeys with beaks for mouths dancing on pontoon boats it's real florida this gets real florida real quick <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> yeah okay and then um and then it goes into the bubble scene this this bubble scene is the the one part of the show that i dislike um this scene, it is trash it's in my notes it's as a, as this shit goes on for forever it goes on for why like, do we need to see see like timon and pumbaa in a bubble so like why did like like you know or lady in the tramp like it's like every like disney duo you have to see like it's it's got scenes from it's got scenes and the accompanying music and i actually do love the way that the music like folds from one from uh one animated feature to the next animated feature to the next animated feature to the next one to the next one to the next one because it just keeps on going and going and it goes through The Lion King, The Jungle Book, Dumbo, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Alice in Wonderland, Hercules, Pinocchio, Aladdin, Mulan, Moana, Cinderella, Lady and the Tramp, Lulu and Stitch, Fantasia, Tangled, Princess and the Frog, Bambi, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, and Frozen. Each of those gets their time in the sun. So, like, the whole this whole section ends up taking, like, like nearly four minutes of the of the entire show. And while that's going on, you're only watching I'm water texting streams. or looking at my phone yeah. while that's going, this is, while this that's is going the, on. This I've is not the paying attention. portion. This is definitely the I don't watch fest portion. Um, so after the bubble scene, uh, the Pocahontas raiding party and stunt spectacular comes in. <laughs> I, I love, I love this scene. I think that Pocahontas, Pocahontas is one of my, uh, my favorite Disney features. And, uh, I think it has amazing songs and you get to hear them. Some of them in this, like, Dig, dig, boys. <laughs> fucking love it. That I don't know what you just said. You don't know the song, like the, the Dig Boys song. He's just like telling his boys to dig. I don't really remember. I don't really, I haven't seen Pocahontas in like 25 years. Well, I don't remember. Let me tell you, it's good. I also haven't seen it in 25 I years. It might not hold it, up. It I, probably doesn't hold up, but I remember I don't. It. I just don't, I haven't watched it in a very long time, so I don't know what Dig Boys is. Well, it's in the show, and it's a uh, a fan favorite for this one particular fan that's on the other side of uh, the call with you. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and then it's princess time. Yay. Bring on the princesses. We love we princesses lo- we love at princesses Disney. We love princesses at Disney. Do they have a pretty dress on? Does it light up? <gasps> Are they on a pontoon boat? It's again, it's getting very Florida. We get very Florida very quick in this show. <laughs> I love how you think this show is very Florida. <laughs> Blacklight like and Princess anywhere boats, else. Oh my. I mean, they do love a pontoon boat in Florida. They, they love it. They love it. How are you going to, have to spend time on the lake without it? Uh, after this, uh, after the princess time, we go into the uh, the Disney villains. That includes the the evil witch, I'm sorry, the evil queen that uh, starts gabbing it out with the magic mirror, uh, and then they they make a really great transition into the into the witch from Cinderella no, from uh, Snow White, and then um, and then there's a big old snake and a bad genie, and and all the other villains come out to play. We've got Hades and Ursula. We got Chernabog. Chernobog makes a huge scene from uh, that's the demon from uh, Fantasia from the the night on Bald Mountain section of Fantasia. 
I love that that's what that section's called, Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> it's mean. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, like, what if, <laughs> what if he had just, like, a, a alopecia? Yeah, what if, you know, what if what that if, mountain just can't grow trees, it? you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bald Mountain. So rude. So rude. Um, that was your nickname in high school. We <laughs> we also have Monstro, uh, the whale from Pinocchio. We have uh, Maleficent, Cruella Deville, Scar, uh, the the bad dude from Hunchback in Notre Dame that nobody remembers. Um, <laughs> we we got all the all the hits, and they uh, they like kind of like morph their faces from one to the other, and that's kind of fun. And they uh, they all are pretty much saying like, Mickey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get your imagination, yeah. Because this show kind of doesn't make any sense. It's got a great story that doesn't make any sense because it's just a fever dream. Um, Mickey's imagining that people want to fuck with his imagination. I, I think that that Mickey immediately just ta- like goes to all the like all, everybody who's it's it's like one of those times when you're you're lying in your bed at night and you go over like every time that like somebody was mean to you in grade school. <laughs> oh. You mean like every night? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So like that's um, that's what Mickey, yeah, yeah. that's what's happening with Mickey. He was like, "Oh, do you remember that one time that the princess said hi to me?" And that was that's a nice memory. <laughs> and then like like oh, that person that that gave me a wedgie. Oh, that person that spilled my milk. Oh, remember that, that person. Time that it's like all the negative. Bobby like, Miller called me stupid yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the negative memories come flying back during the during the villain scene, uh, but then uh, Mickey gets gets his nerve up and he battles for the rock. Got a battle for that rock, Mickey. The aggro crack. It is just like we're on Nickelodeon guts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Mickey's fast because he's like he's he's like jumping and jiving all over the place. Uh, he he makes totally. like six different costume changes during this whole show, which is kind of amazing. Right, it's definitely not six different Mickeys. It's definitely the same Mickey changing his costume. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whole that's, time. that's how that's that's the magic. Just like at the Oscars. That's the magic. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, uh, Maleficent turns into the dragon. Mickey uh, kills the dragon with like a, uh, a, a, I don't know, a flare, a flare gun. Is it a flare gun? Is that what he does? He, he might, need, he might have car gun. trouble. He might be killing a dragon. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It's his yeah. fantasy. And then we, uh, then we, uh, we have the finale. We get on the boat, the banana boat, the steamboat, Willie boat, and uh, and every he's got everybody on there singing and dancing. Um, you know, there's like every single character that's shown up in the show, and uh, there's like twenty of them on that on the boat. It's like Mickey goes to Liberace's yes. wedding. Everyone's waving flags in all different colors. It's so fabulous. there's there's an amazing video, and and this is of the yeah. There's this amazing video where uh, where Dopey is on the top tier, and oh, he falls yes. through. He you can't even make this shit up. So. Dopey's dancing around like an asshole along with everybody else, and he falls through the the railing and then lands on Goofy. So Dopey falls on Goofy, and then and then everybody else is just just like not paying attention. They're just like waving the flags. Just waving their flags. The rescue ranger Chip comes to his comes to his uh his Ch- rescue. Ch- Ch- Chip and Dale. Yeah. You can't write this. Ranger. It's amazing. It's so it's, it's so amazing. appropriate that Chip is the one that comes and saves. People his thought ass. it was part of the show. That's how amazing yeah. it was. <laughs> um. So, uh, right now, COVID, uh, you know, due to COVID nineteen, the lagoon has been drained. So I think this is okay. the perfect opportunity that we can get a random game in. 
So I'm calling this oh. one, I'm drowning in it. The moat that surrounds the main stage can hold how much water? Get it wrong, you got to drink that sweet stuff for 10. That's 10 seconds, 10 sips, 10 Ooh. shots, 10 whatever. If you get it right and I get it, that makes me get it wrong, I suppose, then I'll drink, I'll drink those 10 for you. So uh, 700,000 gallons, 1.4 million gallons, 1.9 million gallons, or 2.3 million gallons. It's a pretty big, pretty big lake. Lagoon. Um, well, one time I was going to put a mini pool on my balcony and you told me that it would weigh about um, <laughs> 1,100 pounds for a small amount we of did, water. We did a quick calc. <laughs> And uh, that was next, so I didn't get to have my own little phantasmic out on my balcony. Um, I'm going to go with the third highest number. I don't know what that means. Whatever the third option was. Looks like I'm drinking for 10, baby. 1.9 million gallons is the correct answer. Cheers to me. So nearly 2 million gallons, though. That's so much. Yeah. That's so far. That's, so... that's a sinkhole. That's a literal sinkhole. Yeah, absolutely. Filled with <laughs> filled. Well, you know what? They should make the water like a color. If they drained the if they drained it, wouldn't it be cool if they put some lighting down below so that like the colors change of the wa- on the water? We like get some light. It's a little dark. Down. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like that it's dark, but I would like it if during certain parts that they could light do some lighting effects that yeah not amazing. the whole time but like they're using like i think that there's a lot yeah. and i i really hope that uh, who knows if we're going to get this or not but during this downtime it would really be great if they updated phantasmic uh in florida to align with the updates they did in california i don't want them to change the show at all but like you know new projectors and maybe some projection mapping and for sure, update the um, update the uh, the technical the technical aspects. aspects. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe help out the uh, the dragon a little bit. That's a that dragon's pretty weak. Yeah, it's, it's pretty weak. Yeah, um, it's time for yeah. a new. It's dragon. impressive, you know. It's big, but like it's it's it doesn't it doesn't exactly like strike fear in their heart. <laughs> it's its wings are like the no. size of my arms. So. <laughs> Okay. So, um, Adrian, what what are some of your initial, you know, old school memories or thoughts of this place? So, I the interesting thing is I remember seeing Fantasmic when I was younger, and we were kind of meh about it. Like as a family, it was we had a meh. You you were a meh. It wasn't. We were meh on it, uh, so I don't remember it being like a must do as a child uh, i don't know why i i just remember it wasn't you know what it was because and this is interesting about even what i think disney feels about this show i think they see it more as a show than a nighttime spectacular because in hollywood studios they have this but then they also have fireworks going on at the chinese theater so i don't know if they see this as a nighttime spectacular i think they see it as a show a nighttime show um, and I think that as a family, we wanted, when we wanted a fireworks show, we wanted fireworks in, in the sky. And this was more of a show, uh, a long show. 30 minutes is a long, is a pretty long show. And you have to get there kind of early because they have to pack in so many people into this, into this uh, yes. amphitheater. So it wasn't a childhood uh, favorite show. 
Um, but I I gave it a second chance in my adulthood, and I I enjoy it now. I I love going to it. I love sitting down and getting my popcorn. I feel like I'm at like a baseball game yes. last show. It it has a feel of that. You do the wave when you're there. You you get a box of popcorn. There's people selling things up and down the aisle. There's music playing. They start playing like pop songs. Like Taylor Swift is playing. Like I mean, it, there's things. It's like this is an interesting ending to the night. It's different than any of the other endings of the night. It has a different it's, vibe. It, it totally has a different vibe, and it's definitely it has the vibe of a live show. Because and there are there's live actors here. There's more live actors here than I think any of the other yeah. national spectaculars. By by a long shot, um, something I find interesting is that like pre-show, like a lot of the crowd will like do the equivalent of like you know putting your lighter up in the air. So like they'll take their cell phone and they'll show sure. the light and they're showing they're showing it at the mountain, like the mountain's gonna like get excited yeah. and do a better job. Like like there's yeah. nothing over there. This is uh, like a you know like <laughs> there's there's nobody for that to like excite. They're trying to keep all these like you know people just calm because there's so many people in such a space it's like i think they're just trying to do anything um the uh my just my overall thought about this this is my hot take on this show i don't think this show is for me i think this is the one show that is more geared towards children weird than i think all the other mics on towards me well, maybe because you're I, immature. I, I'm thinking that you're <laughs> I, think, uh... I, I think it's it's the least adult of the four nighttime shows. Um, and it feels like I I a kid would be like you know more into it than an than an adult. Um, I don't feel any like uh, I don't feel like the Disney feels other than the song, other than that classic song. I don't get like as much of a like a, a Disney feel. It's more of like watching a show. Interesting. Um, the water projections are very annoying. And like I agree with the bubble scene is a, a hate of mine. I friggin hate that. Um, I do love when the water lights on fire. That's one of my awesome. favorite parts of the show. I, I love that. I love that big dragon. I love the boat. And uh, this show has a great ending. We talked last week about rivers of light. Not so great ending. This show has, this, a I mean, this ending. show, this, this show is has a great you're, story. You're, you know, as 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 cobbled it's a great together, story, as it is, and that's what has uh, a great ending. It really is like a, a like a well thought out beginning, middle, and yeah, you know, piece. right. And the ending, like, just like it, it it's very special. Yeah, it's it's strange because it, it really does culminate. You know, like there is a, a culmination to it, and then and then you're left with like the exit music, and the exit music like keeps you excited as you're walking away like that i love the exit music for this place (laughs) the whole thing about mickey like starting at the bottom in a different outfit and arriving at the top and going some imagination huh and then like another firework goes off him that is magic like that is that's magic and that's what people want and i think that they just i think that's why the the show has legs because i think those little uh tricks are yeah, hard I, to find to hard to do successfully like that uh like my, my first memories were uh seeing it like in the hotel and like not knowing what it was you know like seeing it in like the the tvs in the hotel and uh and like getting excited to like find it because like i said before you know like it's, it's hidden yeah. away you don't necessarily know what it is you, you kind of have to be a little bit in the know yeah uh 
and then uh you know that song is just such an earworm in the show with like the narrator and and then mickey and and the whole show like in general like is is full-on disney cheesetastic magic like it's it's black light and fucking cheesy as shit uh you know it's it's a bunch of furries fucking running around in boats and like sounds like you're describing my college but, experience. but it's <laughs> not cheese steaky just cheesy <laughs> Um, and it's, but there's like, there is this Disney feels magic to it. And like, and it totally, I'm not one for like IP. I'm not one for characters. I'll never wait in line for a character pick or anything like that. But like, but I, I love the, I love these guys. (laughs) Like, I mean, seeing them all on that boat and seeing that many and they're all waving their flags. It's like. This is what, when people think about going to Disney World, what they think they're going to see exactly. all the time. Exactly. Like, they just think it's going to be parades of characters dancing all day long. And it's like, you only get it here. So I think we should we should get into the game, right? Let's, uh, yeah. Let's, yeah, wait, let's it's time to that drink show. that ride. Drink that show. Very cute, Ryan. You found a gamified yeah, version you know it. of that song. Wow. All right, so we're playing Drink That Show. Uh, this is, uh, we want you to play along at home. This is basically a Drink the Difference game. Uh, we're going to rank the show through a series of rounds and drink the point difference that we give each. For example, if a category is worth five points and you give it uh, three, then in that category, then you would be drinking two. That's two sips, two seconds, two shots, uh, two, two cans of beers. Whatever you're drinking, if it's water, if it's our special cocktail tonight being uh, frozen hot chocolate, whatever you're drinking, have a good time with it. Uh, the shittier the show is, uh, for me, the drunker I will get. Uh, we have five categories. Uh, we have viewing location, the length of show, music and soundtrack, uh, the accompaniments, which is like pyrotechnics, projections, live action elements, and the Disney feels. Uh, the first three are worth five, and then accompaniments is worth ten. Disney feels... 25 points coming off the board. That's like our, our dark horse category. So we start at the start, and that is the viewing location. So uh, Fantasmic, it's got seats. It's got seats. We got seats. After that long, long Disney day, you've got seats. How good does it feel? Yeah. you got 6,900 of them, to be exact. Uh, so if you got tired feet, they got the solution. Um, and, uh, you know, like, if you... Uh, you mean 69,000? That's what it feels like, but no, 6,900. 69,000 is a shit ton. That's like what? Six, so 6,900 yeah. seats. Yeah, so there's like also 3,000 um, standing standing room area, enough for 3,000 people. But it does, I agree, it does feel bigger than that. It feels significantly bigger than Rivers of Light, which comes in at around 5,000 people. Um, but, you know, yeah. overall, this at the show at capacity holds about 10,000 viewers, which is a lot. Okay. That yeah. sounds right. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, 
there's like some kind of shitty seats. There's like bad angles that you can have, but you know, deal with it. You're off your feet, right? Are you enjoying being off your feet? Then shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. If yeah, not, Ryan, tell them they have an additional three thousand standing room seats. You can you can go stand. Yeah, you can go fuck you. you can go fuck right, How about you go play yeah. a game of hide and go fuck yourself? <laughs> how about you go go to a different yeah. park? I mean, Jesus, yeah. why are you being you know so where six annoying? Flags is? Go there. Bush Gardens, right up the road. Go to Tampa. <laughs> Bush Gardens, yeah. Go there. Uh, Fantasmic viewing area is set <laughs> up uh, like a normal stage, uh, stage show slash theater, uh, with the action taking place mostly on the stage, a little bit in the, the big moat that surrounds it. Um, I would say that if you wanted to get the best seats, uh, you need to show up kind of on the early side. I would recommend, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes early. In order to get your pick of a litter, would you agree with that? At least, I mean, well, well, you could fast. There's fast pass, pass it, opportunities, and there's also which... dining packaging uh, opportunities, which I'll, I'll get into in a little bit. Um, so, but for perfect seats, I would say show up about like 45 minutes, maybe a half an hour early, um, and you want to be like 10 rows back a bit because uh, there's quite a few water things up front, and you'll probably get wet if you're like within the first 10 rows. I would say. So. Um, you might want to scooch back a little bit or, or bring your Mickey poncho, you know, do this, do this whole thing Gallagher style and be in the splash zone. Yeah. Yeah. Go like Shamu. Um, dining packages are also <laughs> available for this. Uh, all three meals of the day uh, can score you that special VIP seating for the show. Uh, there's three different restaurants that take part in the dining packages uh, that will get you a seat. Each package comes with an entree dessert and a non-alcoholic beverage. So why bother? Non-alcoholic beverage. What are you like dying of thirst over there? What are you gonna do? You're gonna get juice. You're gonna get juice with your meal. You're a fucking yeah. adult. This is gross. God, you suck. Yeah. You suck this is gross. so bad. You're gonna have your just, just <laughs> get the juice. Give it to your kid. Get yourself a nice cocktail. You're fine. You're fine. Right. Go to Sci-Fi Dine-In and... Absolutely. And uh, but you can't game. get it there. You can only get it at Mama Melrose, Hollywood and Vine, and the Brown Derby. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no The Brown thanks. Derby is, is, like, a lovely dining experience. I really... I, I do... Yeah, I know. I, I really you, love you it. said that. You like They have great that. cocktails. They have great food. Delicious great food, Cobb seriously. Salad. Like, I had an awesome... Every time I go there, I have an awesome meal. Uh, but you got to be prepared to shell out some money for these dining packages. Uh, 43 bucks at the low end for an adult. 18 bucks for a kid on the low end, all the way up to 65 for an adult and 41 for a kid, uh, depending on where you're eating. I don't feel like it is necessary to do a dining package for a show that has seating. Like, I understand a dining package for a show like Happily Ever After, because then you get seating at the terrace, like from a viewing area. But I don't understand it. And also, too, with, with any of the Epcot shows, you also get seating like a des- at a dessert party or something. I think I would like, I would only recommend it know. if you were planning on doing a sit-down anyways, because it's really not any more expensive than if you were going to buy an right. entree and a dessert and, a, and a, a drink anyways. It's, you know, right around that cost either way. So, I... So, um, viewing location, what do you think, Adrian? Out of five points. Um, it, well, like I said, I, I give higher points to, to seats. Um, 
this is a very fun seating experience, and so I'm going to give it a five minutes out four. of five. So we each have one to drink because nothing's perfect in this world. Yeah. No. Well, some things are. I couldn't Me. agree less. <laughs> You're such a good friend. Uh, the next is the length of show. This is also out of five points. Um, this show's like kind of you know long and fat. It's 27 minutes long. Uh, there's some really long scenes. That bubble scene that we talked about earlier, that's over three minutes. It's like, it's nearly four minutes. Um, that's that scene that's after the monkey boats, which is, you know, sort of like you're just watching water TV for a while. Um, it's... I could cut, so, that whole scene could be cut, so and the California, show would be just as great. Right? It's not that scene. And instead they have this this really dope, like, rock like techno rock trip like of of the uh the heffalumps and woozles slash uh the dumbo dancing pink elephants and it's it's like like it's like you're in an acid trip and it's awesome it's really cool and 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 then they they like also delve into like some of the other it, it it's their version of this but it's uh not it's not like as the boring you know it's not like the same thing happening for four minutes straight it's a little bit more uh, evocative so um okay what do you think 27 minutes long out of five points it's too long for me <clears throat> uh i mean it, though the I'm going to give it a three on, on length. Three. So you're drinking two. I'm going to go with a four on this one. I think it's, uh, I think that they could just trim the fat a little bit or I, I don't think that it's too long necessarily. I think that it's just maybe needs to be um, spiced up a little bit. I don't like anything that stays the same for too long. So I feel like when you have a show at nine o'clock and it's a half an hour long and you, you had to get there at like, at like at least eight fifteen to even get a seat and then it's gonna take forever to get out like like i'm not getting out of the park and then until after 10 okay so yeah cheers to you cheers okay the music uh this song fucks this song fucks hard it does fuck. thank you bruce healy and john debney for these good good sounds uh yeah cheers to the boys cheers guys happy holidays i think that the whole soundtrack is pretty great for this um but that theme song and the exit music are awesome. It's so great. It's such a great song. I have a list, like a, a old CD that like I, before you could just like listen to everything on YouTube and it would just be like different songs from rides and attractions. And this was one of my favorite ones to get to on the soundtrack. Cause it was just totally amazing. So what do you think out of, out of five? Yeah, me too. I'm in there. I'll give it a five. One for uh for good job, well done. For the guy, for the boys. Next up is the accompaniments. It's uh pyrotechnics, projections, live action elements, all the bang and buff. This is out of ten points. Uh you know, this show is pretty fantastic when you consider that it's been going strong since nineteen ninety eight, uh in Hollywood Studios, nineteen ninety two in Disneyland. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Um, you know, I agree, but I do think 
some of this stuff is outdated Absolutely. and um, due for a refresh. I like cheesy stuff in general. Um, and this show is full of like the cheesiest shit. Furries, pontoon boats, flares, like the... Stop calling them furries. I would if they were if they weren't, <laughs> but they're these these like these guys are getting fucked later on in this same outfit. They're going to the Ramada Inn right. down the street in downtown Orlando, wearing the black light. Kissimmee. <laughs> the the uh, Ramada Inn on I Drive in Kissimmee. Uh, you know the, the technology. I think, especially in Florida, the technology could definitely use a revamp. Uh, the Disneyland version went through it in, t- in, two th- in 2017. It came back incredibly strong with amazing projection mapping, crisp, clean water projections props that work consistently that's like a big problem with this show is they have like many props and sometimes they don't work sometimes uh you know uh yeah. john snow or what, what's his name from pocahontas john smith yeah it's, it's not john snow that's smith. that's a different thing altogether. john snow uh, is so john smith uh you know does his stunt spectacular on the rocks here and sometimes he doesn't even do it because like the i don't know the rope's about to break or something who knows uh in Disneyland, they have uh, like a full-on pirate ship that runs the the rivers of America. This takes place on the rivers of America in California, and um, and it's it's like arguably a better show over there. Um, but they also okay. don't have like seating or a dedicated theater. Like it could be better in Florida if they put more into it. But and it's also like. Like the the boat at the end isn't like some cheesy steamboat willy, you know, like made up pontoon boat that kind of looks like it's made out of paper mache. Theirs is like the riverboat, like the actual riverboat. Does Fantasmic now that like this park has taken like a turn, and now we've got you know Star Wars, we've got like these rides that are some people's favorite rides are now at this park. The best rides in all of in all of Disney World, some of them are here. Um, does does Hollywood Studios need a bigger punctuation point in ter- like this show? I think needs to be better as the exclamation point on the end of the evening for what this park is becoming and has become. Like, not that it's we don't have to change Fantasmic, but we have to plus it. We've got to. It's got to be as good as the day was at Hollywood Studios. And, and, and like, you know, because I've um, seen, uh, you know, what it's like at Disneyland uh, and, and seen more recently what it's like in, in Hollywood Studios, uh, you know, like I, I typically would think like this has everything. This is going, you know, for accompaniments, this is going to get a 10 because it has literally every accompaniment you could ever possibly want you know it's got full-on stunts you know stunt spectacular it's got fire it's got uh, animatronics it's got it has everything but it's also outdated over here and and because california has done it so much better now the florida version has to come down a couple points so i'm i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten Yeah, I'm I'm going to give it a 6. Um that bubble scene is one of the worst nighttime spectacular scenes of all the nighttime spectacular scenes for me. I think it is I I it's sure. the only time I've ever been bored in a nighttime spectacular. So that for me means an 
And yeah, like I feel like we should have a pirate ship going around that moat. We we it needs a bigger exclamation point because the park has become way better. And I think it needs like something where you go like wow, like Hollywood Studios. I, I, I feel like these parks are like in competition with each other in a weird way. These four parks, these four gates, like it's like like Hollywood Studios is gaining steam and people some sure. people it's their favorite park, you know. So, so technically, how do we do technically? Uh, I came in at a twenty. You came in just under me at a nineteen. Uh, that gives us a grand total average of nineteen point five out of twenty five. So it's doing pretty good so far. Uh, doing pretty good. I yeah. I think um, though for me, this show is technically higher than it is Disney Field. So, I I think I disagree. Well. We'll, we'll get into it right now, I suppose, right? So Disney feels is the next category. This is out of 25 points. It's the Dark Horse category. Disney's selling us fun. They're selling us emotion. They're selling us the nostalgia. Are they able to pull it off here? Uh, does this tick all your boxes? The show has it all for me. It's got story and action. It's got great music. It's got our favorite schizophrenic mouse. It's got fire, giant puppets, nostalgic characters on a big boat, a full-on Pocahontas raiding party. I mean, Harmonious isn't going to have a fucking raiding party. So this is kind of a winner for Disney Feels for me. I'm going like a winner, like a like a hot, like it hits all yeah. of it. Kind of. No, I'm gonna give it a 23. I'm you're not giving a, it a I'm 25. Not, I'm not a psychopath. I'm not a Mickey Mouse. You're not, you're not a psycho. <laughs> um. For me, the part that gets the Disney feels is that song and that ending. That's uh, that's where it goes for me in terms of Disney feels. Oh, and the boat. And the boat, I get I get Disney feels. Um, but I don't know if it's like that. I, I can't explain it with me with nighttime shows, but there's like a, a sort of an energy I feel in my body when I watch these. Like it's sort of like this this thing and i don't I know that, if that i so much get it with many shows that you love at disney and and that love comes out like physically like you you will straight up ugly cry at a nighttime spectacular and i don't think that this one would yeah. allow like you would not ugly cry for here yeah no i'm not ugly crying here um but i i'm i'm happy i'm having a good time i'm i don't think it's bad at all i think it's great I don't, but I don't think it's in terms of the Disney right. feels. I don't think it knocks it out of the park for me. So I'm going to, but I'm going to, I'm going to okay. still score it pretty well. I'm going to give it a 20 on Disney feels. I was going to go 19, but you know what? Like that, when I hear that song, you've been playing it throughout this episode. I feel things. I, I feel things too. I feel that this motherfucker just won. So. <laughs> 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 I've, given, I've given it a total of 43 out of okay, 50. The You've given it a total of 39 out of 50, giving us a uh, an average score of 41. This puts it. This, this so, this puts is it, the best nighttime you know, show of all through our shows. technical rating system uh, above uh, Rivers of Light, which came in at 39, uh, Happily Ever After, which also came in at 39, and everything just trounced Epcot forever, which came in at 25 out of 50. So who like out of my sure. four, uh, do you see which one I rated the highest? rated 
Rivers of Light highest at 42 points out of 50. Slightly higher than Happily Ever After, which you rated 41. And uh, Fantasmic at 39. Okay, so I'm assuming in order for this to happen, that I this rated one this you one higher than everything by multiple points. Like by, I'm not a big uh, nighttime show person. This one just kind of like gets it all for me. So, um, yeah, this came in at 43, and my yeah. previous highest one is a 37. So by five points, it beats. Okay. So your your you won essentially like your show won the one that you think is the best because I definitely well that don't yeah think that would make sense best, right because like but if, the points don't lie because it's not like you dislike this one it's not like you dislike any of them the, your yours are all very close together as far as scoring except for except for uh... what's it what's interesting to me is if I had to rate them like if I if you said to me right now rank these four rides I what I would just do off the cuff was I would go. Happily Ever After, Rivers of Light, Fantasmic, Epcot Forever. But through the rating system, I didn't. It didn't pan out that way. Yeah. From in my. But but like I said, interesting. You know, all of your scores are are pretty close. They're all within you know like three or four within one another, and uh, you know my score for Fantasmic just happens to be five more than you know the next highest scoring one. So. I think Fantasmic is the show for people that like yourself that yeah. aren't nighttime show people because I do think it has a little bit of a more of a, a you know, story I mean, like, instead I, of just fireworks going the, to music. Uh, you know, the Hollywood Studios Kiss Goodnight fireworks spectacular show with the projection mapping on the Chinese theater, uh, the one that you're standing up for, and yeah, well, like they do, like it's like the all Star Wars, one? and then they and then there's like a Star Wars one also, and I've I've seen them all. And, uh, and, you know, none of them would be rated highly. They would probably be maybe higher than, uh, than Epcot forever, I guess, but probably, probably not much higher. I mean, they're not, I don't find them to be like engaging shows. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, I think that, I, I think it makes sense. I think you're scoring sure, and how, sure. how the rides scored for you. I mean those shows. I think that they. I think. Yeah, we got we got yeah. a winner, winner, right, chicken well, dinner. We got a winner. The, uh, Let's give it up. Yeah, the last, the last, the, la- the shows the that we've done for Podmas this year, uh, for the nighttime spectaculars, um, we got a winner, and that's fantastic. Uh, what do you think, Adrian? Is this, is this a? Uh, a Cheers, fantastic. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm ending my night like watching Fantastic. Yeah, I'm thing. gonna do it. Like, I don't know if like you know my Dis- my Disney day is not going to be incomplete if I don't go do this. No, I know that, which is interesting because, uh, you know, like you talk a lot about like how these nighttime shows are a perfect opportunity for you to get another ride in. I wonder if you feel like you're getting more bang for your buck by getting on another ride. I feel like by watching the show, I'm sure. getting yeah, more yeah, yeah. bang for I, my I, ticket price. I think that that's probably accurate that I, um, if I can get another ride on then, especially one that I haven't gone on yet that day, then, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not do this so that I could ride tower of terror for like a fourth time, you know, 
But I would absolutely skip this right. to do Tower. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see I, if I never wrote. Yeah, I wouldn't choose this over Tower of Terror if I hadn't exactly Tower exactly. Terror that day. So like, that's if, my you know, if there were lines so, all yeah. throughout the day and you couldn't get on Tower, I would say do Tower instead of this. You know, like that's gonna give you a, you know, a more for me a more magical experience. But so you know what's interesting is right now we're we're still going through all the rides, but our top ride, our top ranked ride is at Hollywood Studios ranked show, too, which top is ranked ride, the Tower of Terror. Ooh. I mean, and one day when we drink, what's the that rating system going to be? Yes, <laughs> in general, <laughs> oh, it's going to be intense. That's going to be a special, uh, very special. You know, maybe that's like a birthday show, um, or something. Walt's birthday show, which just passed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just—it's just interesting. Like I said, I think this park is is the dark horse park that is, you know. It's it's, it's got some it's got it's some got real some power good stuff over there for, for the sure. smallest. So how part. how long do you how long would you wait for this? How long would you show up early? Because or... the, I wouldn't show up early. I always like you know what I because you can get an extra fast pass once you're finished with all your fast passes. So I usually just get on the app and get one. But I've noticed that I don't know if any of the audience any of our audience members that you sometimes don't even need the fast. They stop like kind of checking it. And they just like start just let because there's so many people the are just kind of like pretty, go 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 spectacular. And, and, but there's this. a designated like, to get ten thousand people in and out, and they do it pretty well. Like it's there's not like it's a pretty well oiled machine. Yeah, um, it's a well oiled you know, you know machine. Me, I'm I'm showing up late yeah. for a seat, and I, I'll get one in the nosebleeds. I've never actually had good seats for this show. Yeah. I've never had um, good seats for the show either, though, and like, I've gotten there it's half pretty an hour good early. I've always been the nosebleeds. It's not. It's not bad. It's yeah. Everything is scaled. Um, it's also it's so... also easier to leave the amphitheater in the back because I'll tell you what. Like the second the second that dragon goes down and the boat comes out, like I'm I'm packing up. I'm like getting out of my seat and like. So like I'm I'm watching the well, final scene see the as final I like scene. start to walk towards the the you know the right hand side of the of the amphitheater right. and like towards like the the exit i don't i do not want to be stuck with ten thousand people trying to get out of that yeah um so how drunk yeah. are you on a All scale right. of monstro the whale to cherubog the demon of night mountain i'm a first straight <laughs> You've been talking about them this whole time, and that's what I feel like I am because, um, yeah, I just feel like a cuddly, a- um, sex demon. Of course, I, <laughs> I, I think that's the only way I think of you, Adrian. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, oh, I'm god, I figure that most turn of the century steamboat captains are pretty hammered all the time, so yeah, yeah. Oh, that is true. What, I mean, what, what are, are you gonna you do gonna when you're standing behind the wheel but drink? Uh, so, uh, I'd like to thank everybody and keep joining us next week as we wrap up the dumpster fire that is 2020 with Drunk History celebrating all of the winter holidays. And we wish you and your family warmth and kindness for this hol- this holiday season and all the other seasons. Just be happy and warm and kind. The Dark Ride is presented by Drunk History and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, maybe giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those things really, really help us out. 
Um, you know, you can also help us just by like telling a fellow Disney parks loving friend, you know, just say, Hey, Bob, you like this stuff. Listen, listen to these two idiots talk. Uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistory at gmail.com for comments and, uh, and anything else you'd want to talk to us about. Uh, also please follow us on our Instagram for lots of, uh, great Disney parks content at drunk distry, D-U-R-N-K, D-I-S-T-O-R-Y. Uh, we've got great, uh, Disney content memes, uh, Florida man excerpts and, and all sorts of fun stuff. So check us out over there on Instagram. Thank you for joining us. And remember, always keep your kingdom cool. Nothing is more wonderful than the imagination. Nothing is more wonderful than the imagination.